I think I kind of convinced her through like, hey, that looks kind of fun. Or, hey, what do you think the tender's like? You know? <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a tender port. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it this way. The tender was our favorite part. <laughs> um. <laughs> hey, DCL Duo fans. So just two very quick announcements at the top of the show. The first is we're trying something a little different. You know, each week Sam asks our guests in rapid fire their favorite Disney song. And we thought, you know what? We should put those in a playlist. And so we have started a Spotify playlist called DCL Duo Rapid Fire Favorites. We're going to post a link to it in our Facebook group. Uh, We will also see about moving it over to Apple Music at some point in time. But we're going to start cataloging those favorite songs in that list, along with some of our favorites and some of our Patreon's favorites. And so head out, search for it on Spotify, should be public, you should be able to find it and listen to it. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. Just another fun way to connect with the show. Second announcement is just we got a lot of new listeners out there. We can tell from the download numbers and we just really want to encourage folks, if you are listening to our show and enjoying it, please, please, please take a second to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. If you leave us a written review along with your five stars, we will read it at the end of one of our upcoming main episodes. And if you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we always like to ask, please reach out to us first. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can email us at dclduo at gmail.com and we're happy to read that and respond to you. So with that, hope you enjoy that Spotify playlist we've put together and on to the show. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the DCL Duo Podcast, brought to you by My Path Unwinding Travel and Sam. Yes, Brian. We're uh, we're celebrating New Year's anew today, right? It's we it's, are. We're gonna party like it's 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's already 2023, but we're gonna rewind time and go back to New Year's with the guests that we have today. I'm gonna give a little spoiler. They're both former Disney cast members, which is pretty much one of the coolest things ever. Not Neither Brian nor I have ever been a Disney cast member, and I regret that very much at this point because I think I'm too old for pretty much all of the jobs except for corporate ones. But anyway, I want to welcome our guests, Robbie and Jillian, to the show. Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for having us. We are so excited. I could not be more excited to be here. (laughs) Oh, yay. (laughs) We love hearing that. Sam, I'm actually hoping in retirement I could become a ride operator, maybe at like Guardians down at Disneyland or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I, I think I could do it. I think I could. Do I that. think I'm going to work in janitorial staff. I think actually. <laughs> That's true. Robbie, Jillian, we like to start our shows as always with Disney backgrounds, and oh my, is yours extensive. So <laughs> why don't we start with you, Robbie, in terms of your Disney background? Tell us all the things, and then your cruising background too. Have you been on other cruises and other Disney cruise line cruises? So, Robbie, let's start with you. Great. So I always had a theater background uh, in in high school. I was always a passion to perform. And truth be told, there's a really cute girl in high school that moved down to LA and I lived in the San Francisco area. Cute girl moved down there and, and said she's going to perform at Disneyland. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to put two and two together and I'm going to follow you and see if I can do the same thing. One thing led to another. I went to the, when Electrical Parade came back from Paris to California to reopen in California Adventure. That's how long ago this was. Um, I auditioned for, to be uh, friends with Prince Charming. And this audition took, I don't know, 10 hours because it was the, they hadn't, they hadn't had it uh, since I think it opened. It had been a long time since the parade came back to California. So there was thousands of people and I got one of the roles. I was two 
two days uh, a week, <laughs> 18 years old. Oh and uh, I had so much fun. And from there, it was just a cascade of performing in the parades. I got to be on multiple barge passes in Fantasmic. I was able to perform on Main Street. I was at a lot of shows in California Adventure and many friends that you would meet and greet with throughout Disneyland. My cruise line background when it comes to performing was I was a crew member uh, in 2013 in the entertainment division. And I was uh, able to hang out with uh, some of your favorite superheroes on that particular cruise. (laughs) And that's the only thing I got to do uh, because it was uh, when Marvel and Disney first uh, started back in 2000. This was 13. They said, hey, Robbie. We, uh, we think you do a great job on the Disney magic. And so I did, I finished out a contract. It was about three and a half months and it was the best experience for me. My, the time in my life, it was just awesome. So from parades to characters to now uh, my time on the Disney magic, I was with Disney for almost 10 years, huge, huge thanks to what Disney did for us. Cause I don't, we wouldn't be married. I don't think nope. if it was without Disney. <laughs> so. What was your favorite character that you got to be friends with either on cruise or parks? What, what was your, what was a favorite? I wish I could have interrupted you, but I didn't want to be rude. It would be, uh, it would be Steven Grant Rogers, Captain America. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, just because I I love what Captain America stands for. Uh, I love all the superheroes, but Captain America is the best. He really, I mean, Team Iron Man, always second place. <laughs> so, I have to say, Captain America, 100%. I got a good story about Captain America. So I never got to meet Chris Evans, but at um, Disneyland, there was uh, a time where Peggy Carter, who played the role of Peggy Carter, I'm blanking, Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell, she came to visit. And right when I went on break, like I had envisioned meeting Peggy Carter and what we were going to do, I was going to ask her for that dance. Oh and my god! I had everything set up. And right Soon. when I, right when I went to break, they're like, guess who just came into the line? And I was like, <laughs> dreams shattered. Like I had the moment in my head that what I, what I was going to do and say, and they go, yeah, you just missed it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I never did get that dance. <laughs> oh. All right, Jillian, we got to know about your career with Disney as well. Yes, not quite as long. Mine was closer to five years, but I feel like your question of cruising and working for Disney for me is kind of all rolled into one. Mm -hmm. I was very lucky to have parents like you guys who love Disney. So really all I know is Disney. We were also from kind of the Bay Area, Central Valley area. So going to Disney is kind of what everybody does. It's very normal for you to take your twice a year trip down to Disneyland. Also came from a performing background. So just watch these parades and shows and literally just be like, that's all I want to do. My family would tease me like that. I'm going to be a dancing fork or spoon in Beauty and the Beast. I'm like, yep, (laughs) that's exactly what I want to (laughs) do. Or like in the snail in the Main Street Electrical Parade or something. (laughs) I was in Pixar Play Parade for a long time and there was always like the slinky butt was literally a role. You could be that. (laughs) (laughs) I went on my first Disney cruise in third grade to like eight or nine and my parents got hooked. Uh, and they were teachers. So my mom's like, I don't know how we're going to afford this. Babies. Yeah. <laughs> so 
my parents joined DVC way back in the day. And that's what really people were like, how can you afford to cruise every year? And like DVC, let, let me tell you, it just opened so many doors. So we cruise pretty much once a year from when I was in third grade. So this cruise that we're going to talk about was my 14th cruise. And, and can I just say that we always laugh when I get my silver uh, lanyard yeah. and she's got her platinum. I'm like, wait, I've got like 115 cruises yeah. under my more belt. days, right? Like, you have more but, days but, on board. But give me that silver yep. lanyard. I'll yep. take it. He gets to come with me and Apollo. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah. So my bucket list dream was always to be a performer for Disney, but you know, so it's a lot of people. So I never knew if that was even an option. So I have a vivid memory after being a freshman in college and just saying, I really want to try. I just need to try. So we drove down to Southern California. didn't know what I was trying out for. It ended up being the Christmas fantasy parade. And they cast that parade in that same day because the whole turnover is so quick. They have to start rehearsals right away and such. So I found out that day that I got a full-time position. So Amazing. dropped out of college and <laughs> moved to Southern California just for a little bit. And then I went back. <laughs> so I was with Disney for about five years, mostly in parades as whatever dancer role they have. There's a lot, which is fun. So I got to do a lot of different things depending on the season. I loved the uh, Phineas and Ferb rock and roll and dance party from way back in the day. I mean, who doesn't uh, love Phineas and right? Ferb? So <laughs> good. Right. Or a... Uh, <laughs> The, one of the last things we got to do was um, when they first opened the um, Paint the Night Parade. That was a bucket oh, amazing. list. So yeah, and then we, it was around, we got married in 2016. You and soon it. after that, we said, okay, this was a really fun season, but what's next? And so now we've just cruised together three times and never on any other cruise line. Just Disney. Of course. Disney purists. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And so did you guys meet in a particular parade? Yeah. So we did, they did um, a new show. There's a big purple tent to the left of the castle, the castle mm -hmm. fantasy fair. So they did a retelling of Beauty and the Beast and Tangled. Yeah. So her and I met doing uh, the Tangled show. Oh, cool. I hung out with Flynn Rider, Wanted Man. <laughs> <laughs> I do love of those shows, by the way, I I feel like so they're good. They're yeah. told like in really fun, short little bites. It's just yeah. We should have recorded the video today. We're not for everyone listening. We're all looking at each other, but we just we didn't record the video in part because I'm completely grubby. But then I would have asked Robbie for his best smolder. Uh, <laughs> I'm still gonna do it. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Sam, what do you give it? What do you give it? Scale one to ten. Uh, I give it. I give it a ten. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I I have to tell you, my favorite prince happens to be Eugene, right? So, Herbert. so what we'll have to do is ask Robbie to either do a self-video or a photo of his smolder, and we will post it in the Facebook group when the show goes out. So there you go. Deal. <laughs> deal, deal, at least deal. a selfie, at least a photo. Yes, selfie is good. Yeah, so that show opened early 2012, and so uh, she was a fair maiden, obviously, Flynn Rider, and it wasn't like... We met. It's not love at first sight. <laughs> you didn't fall for the smolder right nope. away. Smolder didn't work the first time. <laughs> she gave the smolder she hit you a with four. A frying pan. She hit you <laughs> with a frying pan, right? <laughs> but after, like, you know, it was a mutual friends of a friend said, Hey, that Jillian girl. And I said, I'm going to marry that girl one day. <laughs> And then just look at that. I was very Aww. persistent. I was very persistent because it just clicked. Like, what was I thinking all of these years? 
<laughs> and then we've continued to perform together because it just, you, you love theater, right? It just yep. never leaves you. Yeah. All right. Well, now we've got, obviously, we spent a lot of the show talking about their background because <laughs> Robbie and Jillian have the, like, I think one of, the, you know, the best story, backstories of, of our guests. But I actually would love to hear how you found us, Robbie, because I think this is a kind of a fun story also. Yeah. So I was listening to the DVC newscast and I love Chad Pennycuff. I think he is energy, his knowledge for DVC. We were interested in buying more points. And so I just honestly went into the app store and was or just typed in DVC, anything that had to do with DVC. And his was his was one of the first that popped up. And I love the team he works with too. I think they're so fun and energetic. I love the like the welcome home in- intro they have. I always love the little kid's voice. Welcome yes. home, neighbors. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> I kind of want to get Nathan's voice on there, but yeah. yes. <laughs> I love that. Welcome home, neighbors. And so I was on YouTube actually, and I and I, I this I'm jogging my memory here. I think you and Brian, you and Chad went to Alani together. We went on a cruise together. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it was the cruise that you guys did a report on. It was one other person. Um, it was you, Chad, and then a lady. It was a, it was the three of you and they, they, you guys were just on YouTube and I honestly saw Brian, your sign, that really cool neon DCL duo. And I thought, man, this, this guy is legit. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, clearly, and I'm an easy legit sell. crazy, legit crazy. But, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> but he's got a cool sign. I'm into it. I love DCL, and I don't know who the duo is, but I'm on board. So I, I looked you guys up. I've been following you ever since. We listen to every episode. I got her hooked on it. I was like, you got to listen to DCL duo. Yeah, I'm telling you, they are so fun. It really got us through those COVID years where we couldn't be on the ship, but you could close your eyes and imagine with <laughs> yes. all your conversations. It was great. We were right there with you. The same. We yeah. were like, this is how we, this is how we survive COVID. Yeah. So, so many people have said, you guys started a cruising podcast during COVID. And I was, I was it was a mixed blessing. It was a mixed blessing. Uh, yes. but, you know, ultimately it worked out. It worked, ultimately it worked out. So. Absolutely. We love Chad. We love all the folks over at my DVC points. And uh, Chad, you are directly responsible for me purchasing an Alani contract and I may never forgive you for it, but. Uh... <laughs> Thank you, Chad. I wanted to add this too. So we also have DVC points at Alani, something we're, we want to invest in more because we know we're going to vacation more than 10 times the next 50 years. So yep. uh, DVC makes sense to us. So we'll definitely be um, uh, buying more points in the future. So Chad, I might be uh, <laughs> yeah. giving him a ring. All right. Well, extensive Disney background, but let's talk about this cruise that you took. Let's do it. So where are you two located? Because you chose to go out of Galveston, which no offense to Galveston. We got some episodes in the back catalog about sailing out of Galveston. It intrigues both of us, but it is not kind of that prime port that people sail out of. And so what got you interested in sailing out of Galveston? Yes. So this is a new fun fact for the Abney family. We relocated to Austin Uh, six months ago. So we're new Texans. Robbie is in nursing school. One of the reasons we stepped away from Disney, he started that journey and he's almost done few months left. Um, And then my family's here. So we thought- So saving people's lives, you know, you (laughs) did it like as a superhero and now you're going to save people's lives in like real life. I love it. It's like, how could I do this stuff in real life? No, real talk. I've literally thought that, Sam. How do I do what I'm doing, but like actually do it as Robbie? (laughs) You know? (laughs) I love it. I love it. So you've got family in Texas, Jillian, you were saying, and and you are a teacher. 
Yes. So when we stopped performing, I thought, okay, what could I do? That's a career that still allows a pretty flexible schedule. And we were in the San Francisco area and so many people are just doing theater who have a huge passion for it and a really nice background to it too, but still have to make a living. So a lot of the people in the cast we were with were teachers. And so it's just the perfect schedule. I also come from mom, dad, sister of teachers. So it was (laughs) just going to (laughs) happen. You were destined. Well, you get to perform in front of your students, you know? Sure do. (laughs) (laughs) She has a smile. They might not always want you to perform. (laughs) Yes. No, they're wonderful. It's the best. It's so, so fun. And it kind of same with Disney. I thought, okay, I love kids. How can this translate? And teaching is just the perfect avenue. What's the, I assume you drove to Galveston then for the cruise. Like what's that? What is that? A, a, I don't even, Texas is so huge. That could be like a five hour drive or a two hour drive. I have no idea. Ryan, so, you hit yeah. it on the head. Four hours and 58 minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. So I wanted to, one of the three, we, we wrote out notes because my wife's a teacher. And one of the first thing is, is how convenient the drive was mm-hmm. from Austin to Galveston. Not only taking out the, uh, airline aspect of travel, which mm-hmm. is a, always a headache. We have a two-year-old and traveling with a two-year-old, not the easiest. So taking <laughs> that out of the picture was such a relief. Yeah. Um, he, our two-year-old didn't come with us this trip, but just in general, like flying mm-hmm. with two-year-olds, it's like, it was nice to just pack our bags and take our bags with us wherever we went. We packed light. Driving down, I think we took two freeways the whole way down. It was so easy. <laughs> Brian, you alluded to it a little bit. Galveston, it, it's a place. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to go there. It, <laughs> it was absolutely convenient. And I will caveat that with we'll try and sail out of Galveston as many times as we yeah. can because of yeah. how convenient it is. Yeah. The parking, the this the hotel that we stayed at, we stayed at the Hilton, and it was it was everything was just so convenient that if there is a cruise out of Galveston, well, that'll be on top of our list. So you drove in, it sounds like the day before the cruise left, smart, and you stayed there with a two year old. So like, what did you get up to the day before? Is it really just get there, get to the hotel, get some dinner, and and get some sleep, or did you end up doing anything in Galveston? I think Brian missed that the two year old didn't yes. come with you. Um, oh, I missed that. Parents, I missed that. Worst yeah, parents like, ever. <laughs> And no, the best we, parents. We went <laughs> the smartest parents. <laughs> well, all that to say, this cruise was a gift to us. My parents, being DVC members, booked a member cruise March of 2020. Mm-hmm. And they moved to Texas. And just with all the stuff going on in their life, they were not going to be able to get these points used before they were no longer usable. So my dad called me in November and said, hey, can you and Robbie use these points, please? And we'll watch Rory for you. And you're like, when and where? We're in. Twist <laughs> right? my arm. Twist I my know. arm. Oh, that's so horrible. Oh my God, mom and dad. Oh, yeah. you're the worst. And we are now 20 weeks pregnant. So we kind of said, okay, let's, this oh. is a baby moon. Mom and dad time before the baby comes. So yeah. it just was like wins all across the board. So so yes, we just went the night before. Honestly, got in pretty late just because we needed to make sure we got there in time. Yeah. Before your life gets like, no, I'm not going to say twice as difficult. I'm going to say like probably three times as difficult. I was going to say go up, <laughs> don't go down. Go, yeah, yeah, three yeah, times. Yeah, up. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't do much. We just went to the resort, which was on the coast, which was a gorgeous view. Loved the view, but didn't plan to spend too much time in Galveston. 
I'm going to pause and give a PSA for everyone out there because, Sam, I can't remember if it was in a show we recorded recently or one that, one of the multitude I was listening to and editing this weekend to try and get us back on track. But you mentioned at one point people giving us some strange looks in our Norway cruise yep. uh, because we didn't bring our son with us. Uh, <laughs> a, he is very well traveled. I, I just got him an Alaska Airlines mileage plan and he qualified for MVP over the course of the year. <laughs> one year. Uh, so, just for that, just this last year they gave. Yeah. He comes know. with us a lot. Let's just put it that nice. way. Yeah. But I think it's so good when, um, well, Sam and I think it's really good when couples can take time for themselves. The the joke I always tell Sam that's like half a joke and half real is he's out of here when he's 18 years old or thereabouts, but we're stuck together for the rest of our lives. So we got to find a way to make this uh, make this fun and interesting still. So kudos to both of you for taking that time and maybe hope to diminish some of the judgment out there on people traveling without their kids. Love so the it. cruise out of Galveston, how long was it? You're on the magic. How long was it? And I assume it went to Mexico, basically. Yes, we really didn't. I mean, we've been so blessed with cruising. We just want to be on the ship. So rarely, we haven't had the chance to go to Europe. Rarely have we booked a cruise purely for the destination. So this was mostly, okay, let's see what is A during Christmas break and local. So we landed on this six-night Western Caribbean out of Galveston almost a week, which was amazing. Yeah, and that's this- great. Night five was New Year. So it was just a win-win. I'm curious, what's the weather like in Galveston at that time of year? Was it is it warm there? I we hear about people that book these holiday cruises and us included. We went out of San Diego and San Diego was much warmer than anything we were experiencing in Seattle, but it was by no means but it was not uh, warm. cool weather. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm I'm curious, how was the just how was the weather on the cruise overall? So we knew I, so this was what, right before Christmas, there was that crazy winter storm, like in that Tennessee belt down towards like a little bit of Texas. So we knew going into it that it was going to be cold. And then we just, they have those really awesome Facebook groups that you can join for your cruise and other people had been doing research. And they said in Cozumel and Grand Cayman were like 70s to 80s. So we knew day one would be really cold and it was. And then the rest of the cruise was tropical, humid, warm, beautiful. What's the cruise terminal like in Galveston? I know they built a new one for, was it Royal or Carnival going out of there? But yeah, what's the cruise terminal like? Getting from our hotel to the terminal was so easy. Um, the, the port of Galveston is what it's called. That shuttle system could not be more simple. The terminal itself, gosh, once we touch down at the terminal, we're on the ship in 15 minutes. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Our call was 1.15. We, <laughs> we kept saying like, should we go early? Don't go early. We should go early. No, we should follow the rules. <laughs> and so we we settled on getting there at noon. And we're like, oh, they're probably going to turn us away. And we get up to the front. And she's like, it's been an open call, I think, all morning. So we That's literally awesome. just, we basically, once we got through security, walked right on. It was so, that, that's why it's such, to me, if it's like that every time, such a great terminal because, I mean, simple, it was, yeah. It, yeah, not the most beautiful. You don't get the Mickey hands. <laughs> you don't get the gorgeous yeah. building that matches. And Galveston itself is such a small little island. We were on one side and it took about five minutes mm-hmm. to get to the other side. So it's very, very small. So realistically, if when Brian and I retire, we'll probably will become the people with the Mickey hands. We'll be like, the <laughs> people with the Mickey hands, like, welcome people, you know, on and yeah. off the ship. Except you'll see us <laughs> taking the Mickey hand off and getting into line to board. Yeah. And then- <laughs> <laughs> so with the boarding experience you described, was the ship full uh, or did it feel like it was not operating at, at capacity? 
Once we got on, I mean, I guess one fifteen is a later boarding time, but when we were on the ship, it was pretty full, but I don't know anything other than full. We didn't do any of the restricted like 50% cruises before. I just know, you know, pre-2020. So it felt normal to that. But in terms of the way they loaded us in at the terminal, it could have been that we were there later, but it just seemed like they had it really efficiently ran. It was great. I think people on board was it was 2,500 guests. So you're boarding Galveston. Is the ship still decorated for the holidays? My sense is that they tear a lot of that stuff down like overnight. Um, so did you still have any holiday decorations up or was the was it all gone? Some people had said in previous years it was still up and then in other years it was down. So we were ready for it either. But I was crossing my fingers it would be up. But no, it wasn't. It was all back to normal. And they, they didn't do anything decoration wise for New Year's besides, you know, the big party which I know we'll talk about. But no, it was back to its normal self, which was beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm curious for a New Year's Eve sailing, did the characters have any special outfits? I guess it'd be their formal wear uh, for New Year's Eve, but do they have special outfits? No, it was just your standard formal wear. I mean, they looked adorable. The Actually, the crew staff, right? The crew staff, the entertainment staff um, that helped do all the parties, they had special outfits. So that was fun. Huh? They were no. glittered. A lot of sparkles. Glittered Reds from head to toe. And gold, <laughs> silvers. Yeah, they were dressed definitely to, to the nines for that. Yeah, so what were some of the special things that they did on board for, for New Year's Eve? I mean, I can think of everything from like stateroom gifts to special menus, parties, all that sort of stuff. So like, yeah, what, what are some of the things they did on board for? New Year's Eve itself. So for New Year's, what I thought was really cool, a really cool touch was they did a early countdown for the kids. Nice. So I thought that was such a cool touch. Very on brand. I would go to that. That's what I would go to. Because that's, I am always, so we live on the West Coast, but we celebrate New Year's Eve on, at 9 p.m. on the East Coast time. I like to try and find on the, on TV, I try and find the ball drop so I can watch what's going on in New York. And then we go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. So they, they did that, I think at eight o'clock and it was like a, it was like a Disney dance party countdown in the um, lobby, in the lobby, uh, like atrium. And we didn't go to that. I think we were at trivia because we're nerds, but (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But we did because we were at the D lounge when I hear when I heard the countdown. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And you saw the confetti on the ground. So I'm sure there were a lot of characters, but we didn't go to that. If we had Rory, we would have we would have been we would have been deck down at the bottom. Right at the bottom. (laughs) Right. Other than that, with like the kids, we will talk about like the party we did Mm -hmm. was amazing. Um, Absolutely incredible. One thing that. I didn't like was how early it started. I think Jillian can talk about that. Yeah. So they didn't do anything like morning of, they didn't give us anything in our staterooms, but they said, okay, the party's going to start at nine, a bond deck nine. So we thought, well, we'd go check it out. But I thought, what are they going to do from nine to midnight? That seems like such a long period of time, but it makes sense for families who, you know, like you said, turn in early. So they had their three different live performers, like the ambiance performers that do lots of different lounges. They teamed up, which was really cool. So oh, the three nice. of them took turns playing sets. And then they also, you could tell, must have rehearsed together and played some, you know, trio songs, all your classic dance party songs. And then the characters would take turns coming out and dancing like one or two characters at a time for 
a 20 to 30 minute set and then they would take turns. So wow. we stayed up there for like an hour just to feel it out. But then it was 10 o'clock and I thought, okay, I can't stay up here for two more hours. Right. For two more hours, just on the deck dancing. Yeah. So yeah. we assume that they did a lot more of that. And then around 11, we went back and that's when the party really turned up. We heard that a lot of people who did this cruise in the past got souvenir champagne glasses Oh, fun. But we didn't get those in our room. So I was kind of bummed. So then what happened at 11 was, oh my gosh, like this rush of servers come out with these trays of these <laughs> adorable insulated champagne glasses. All oh, were the they the little blue ones with like a little lid? No, it's white. It was white. So it was a stemless champagne glass. I'll, I'll get one. Yeah. I took four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they kept coming out. It sounds kind of familiar to the ones we got on the DVC charter on the Wish. And ours happened to be blue, but they said like DVC member on them. But they were the stemless. They were small, stemless, insulated with a little clear lid. I ha- also must confess, I, I also got four of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they had, it was nice because obviously I'm pregnant. So they had like another option for all the kids and myself to not have champagne. And they had the most beautiful appetizers and dessert, just like one biters that you could grab as the different servers walked by. So that was great. And then around 1130 was when they switched from those live performers back to your normal crew staff and full on character dance party. So for a good 30 minutes, it was like level 10 all the way up, all the characters, all the jumping and the dancing that lasted till midnight. And then they did the most amazing firework show. So we got two firework shows. Wow. Oh, wow. Did they do like a countdown and then all of a sudden fireworks explode in the sky? I love when they do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yep. yep, it was. And we've seen the pirate show enough times. Like I could tell you exactly when each thing's going to happen. So it was right. really fun to have that big countdown, which you love and have it. And I thought the fireworks show was probably twice as long as the pirate fireworks show that a lot of people have probably seen. Mm-hmm. So I'm also curious for New Year's Eve if you had a special menu in dining, because uh, that feels like an opportunity. And I'm wondering if it's perhaps hopefully something different than just the Christmas and Thanksgiving menu, but maybe not. So did you get a special menu in dining that night? I feel like, at least from my experience, all of the Disney dining is has been incredible from what I remembered my whole life. So they had a special menu, which we enjoyed because it swapped out the Pirate Night menu, which isn't one of our favorites. But what we were running into was really long service times because I guess it's a menu that they said they literally make once a year. And I don't feel like there was anything on there that was way off from what is normally made, maybe small variations, but it did make the dinner itself really, really long. But I mean, the food was excellent as always. Yes, there was a special New Year's menu. What was on it? Like what kinds of things were on it, if you remember? <laughs> That's the thing. It wasn't... I, I don't like it was, a, negative. it was a special menu, but an unmemorable one. I, yeah. say, I, bet, I bet it was like identical to the Thanksgiving slash Christmas. Like the Thanksgiving menu is basically identical to the Christmas menu. And I'm guessing that those are also identical to <laughs> I do remember this. So I think I got the venison. Um, and I think it had roasted vegetables. And, and I actually, I told our, our the head service, I'm, I'm not a picky eater, but I was like, I can't eat this. It, it, it just, oh, wow. it, it was off. And so yeah. he said, what do you want? I'll get you whatever you want. I, I got the filet and it was phenomenal. It had a red wine sauce. It was so delicious. But I think that's the first time I've ever turned away food. Yeah, uh, I'm. I, I'll eat cold food, pizza, whatever it is. But that time, I was like, 
oh, I, I, I just can't do that right at this time. So yeah. Uh, any special like decor in the restaurant or anything? You said the ship wasn't decked out, but like, I don't know, party hats at the table or something like that. You know what? I was actually surprised. We actually said that there was nothing in the room and no real decorations on the ship. Hmm. Right? No, no, like pay. I thought like for sure paper hats or like those oh, the blowers. Yeah, the blowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, no. I was for certain I was going to get like, instead of gold coins, just a gold little like, you know, blow blower thing. And yeah. not this cruise. And, uh, I guess because we, we, our expectations for parties and events are so high with Disney. We were mm-hmm. expecting that. I think they put a lot of their stock into that last that show, 45 yeah. minute, yes. that 45 minute just party extravaganza, really. They did do, now that I'm remembering in the dining service, I don't remember this from before and I'm thinking it was a New Year's celebration. We did a champagne toast throughout oh, the right. entire restaurant that the head servers oh, led. That's that, cool. I don't know if they do that for other holidays or events. They did that for Christmas uh, because like oh, the, yeah, hotel, the hotel director kind of came in and stood at the stairs and everyone sort of raised a glass. I can't remember if they handed out champagne in advance. I feel like they must have. But yeah, I feel like we got to talk about the ports a little bit. You had two ports, right? You had Cozumel and Grand Cayman. Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So Jamaica, we, which is actually one that we, we've never been to Grand Cayman. Brian, you haven't been to Grand Cayman without me, have you? I mean, on all of those illegal trips I went to London, <laughs> somebody, no, I <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like back in the day with your parents or something. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. No, but but let's start with Cosmel. What'd you get up to in Cosmo? My memory of Cosmo's port excursions or shore excursions is uh, like Mayan ruins, I think, and beach days. Well, they have a Mayan ruins, but Costa Maya is what you're thinking of with okay. the ruins. There's like multiple, there is a ruins tour from Cosmo, but it's a kind of a drive away. Yeah. I think one thing we realized with our um, port days is if we don't have an excursion planned, we're not going to get off on the ship in the future because we didn't plan any excursions. And we didn't get off the ship on the Cozumel day. And that was intentional because we just love to be on the ship. And part of that too, I have this irrational fear being pregnant of like something going wrong Uh, and then medically having something funky go down. So it was also partially me trying to play it a little bit safe. And the weather that day was a little overcast. I think if it would have been sunny, we might have ventured No, it actually, it rained for about half the day in Cozumel. Oh, oh, wow. Because I remember we walked deck 10 to see everyone get off. And it mm-hmm. was it was like, it was raining. Like, mm-hmm. a, it was a good rain. It sounds like maybe you got off in Grand Cayman. We did. What, and, and how was that? We've never been, uh, as Sam was alluding to. We haven't been. So how was how was Grand Cayman? When I was a crew member, we, we got off at a different port in Grand Cayman. So this mm-hmm. port I had never been to before. A lot different. And I think I kind of convinced her through like, Hey, that looks kind of fun. Or hey, what do you think the tender's like? You know? <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a tender port. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it this way: the tender was our favorite part. Um, <laughs> so, being, being on that gorge. Oh my goodness, the water there was so gorgeous. Pretty, you could yeah. see all the way down to the bottom. The process of getting off the ship was a little bit of a bummer. We sat mm. in the Buena the Vista. Buena Vista theater for about an hour. So that was kind of a bummer. But once we got off, the weather was beautiful. He just really wanted to jump into the ocean. So he found a spot (laughs) where he could get in the water. But then we realized 
not planning ahead excursion wise that we never called our card company to let them know that we were going to be out of the country. So we thought, let's not make any card purchases. <laughs> so it turned into just like a walking around and exploring just that, you know, the front kind of coastal part of where they drop you off. There's a place called Seven Mile Beach and mm-hmm. it's very popular in Grand Cayman. It's a great spot because you can walk out on, on the water. It's very shallow, but you can walk pretty far out and you can really find a spot there. And that is a place that I, I would definitely go to and plan uh, either an excursion to Seven Mile. Stingray Beach is really fun. Mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend Seven Mile Beach. It's popular, but there is there is always a spot I found when, when I was uh, working when we got off at Grand Cayman with Seven Mile Beach. But without a plan, we I even felt overwhelmed. <laughs> like, there's so many options. I don't know what to choose, but there's a spot for me to jump in the water. So can I go jump in the water and then let's tender yeah. back and get some hamburgers and french fries. I'm curious on the tender. You mentioned having to wait for quite a while. Were you trying to get off like first thing in the morning to get to get off the ship or did you wait a bit? It wasn't super early. I was like towards the morning, I would say within the first couple hours of when they were letting guests off. Okay. And obviously being a non-excursion group, yeah. they had everybody go there. And I think a lot of people did maybe an excursion in Cozumel and then thought to do the same thing we did in Grand Cayman to just enjoy the beaches. Mm-hmm. So there seemed to be a large number of people without an excursion. So that could have been why it was extra long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just kind of had to wait our turn to get on. But I actually enjoyed being out on the water. It was beautiful. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say uh, Disney will give priority, I think, to folks on excursions. So it made me wonder if what was going on was lots of people going on excursions. And so the people without an excursion have to wait behind them. And and it really it so varies on the size of the tenders that they use. Because we've been in Cozumel where they're using a, ma- a huge tender. So lots of people mm-hmm. are getting too shore. And then you come back and there's a long line because the tender going back to the ship is tiny. And so mm-hmm. You're like, why are we using the big boat still? <laughs> yeah. No, you're thinking Cabo, Brian. Oh, but Cabo. You're right. Cabo. Yes. Cabo. Yes. But yes. That's a, but that was exactly our experience. So many it ports was... in Mexico that begin with the letter C. And I'm yeah. Hey, DCL Duo fans, you know, we get the question all the time, should I use a travel agent to book my next Disney cruise or should I just book with Disney directly? And I'm going to tell you, if you have that question in the back of your mind right now, you should stop what you're doing and head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo. The folks over at My Path Unwinding provide an amazing service. They are so knowledgeable and so friendly. We rely on them ourselves to book our family vacations and they provide an amazing service. And the best part is you don't pay anything extra for it. Disney, other tour providers, and other cruise lines have built the cost of their commission into their pricing. So if you're booking directly, you are just paying that money back to the provider when you could be spending it on the kind of service you would get from My Path Unwinding Travel. You've heard from their agents on our show. They are so knowledgeable, so giving of their time. They know so much about Disney Cruise Line, Sailing Concierge, other cruise lines, other all-inclusive vacations and adventures by Disney that if you have a vacation in mind, they are the ones to book it for you. So again, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL duo so they know we sent you their way thanks my path unwinding for sponsoring the show and with that back to our episode so what did you guys get up to on your sort of lazy days on the ship you didn't have your two-year-old with you so you have you know really anywhere on the ship you could go other than the kids club did you get to spend some time at the adult pool or in the spa what kinds of stuff did you get up to the first thing that this is the first time we've done this, and I think it's because we didn't have our son. We started this trip off with a bang, and <laughs> I, we didn't expect that when we first got on. 
uh, welcome the Abney family. And we <laughs> cheered like crazy. We Aww. went straight to Deck 3 Promenade to book Paolo. Yeah. And Sasha, oh, I love Sasha. He's the, the best. best, right? He is the absolute best. We walked straight to him and we're like, do you have any, anything available? Because um, it, online it says it's booked. He goes, whatever you want. That's literally what he says. <laughs> Whatever you want. And so we booked um, dinner and brunch. Dinner and brunch. Love it. That's a very, very first thing we did. And then obviously the party was at 4.30. So we thought, let's go to census and just see what's available. Our plan was to do rainforest. Let's stay frugal. We don't need to overspend. Right. Then I Best know about, plans. I know that there's, they do discounts when the spa is slow. And yeah. so she said, well, if you want to do one at two o'clock, we'll give you a 75 minute for a 50 minute price. And we were like, sold. <laughs> <laughs> so we booked that, we booked that massage at 2.30 that day before the, uh, the sale. Before away. the deck party, the yeah. sale away. Yeah. So we started the cruise off with a bang and I would suggest that to anybody. It was so fun. Not only did, did we get the discount, but it felt like. We're starting this off right. Yeah, it's perfect to do, you know, a nice long massage. Oh, I love that idea. I might have to do that. Did you do first night Palo or did you book it for later on the cruise? We did day two brunch because I thought, okay, let's meet our servers night one. Yeah. And so we did regular dinner night one, but we did brunch day two and then dinner night three. Then we just... We ran and so when our first lunch. I love this story. <laughs> first lunch, of course, we have to go to Cabanas and Paula's right above that. So we see the servers kind of popping up and down and we run into Haristo, who has been with Paolo for a very long time and has served us many times with my family over the years. Oh, I love and that. So of course we remember him. We're like acting like he's our best friend, not thinking maybe he's served thousands of guests. <laughs> but he was sweet and seemed to remember us. And so he said come back as much as you can. So after oh. our dinner, we felt like we have to come back. So on day five, there's a beautiful bar in there that always sits empty. Yeah. And we were kind of asking like, can you come in here at any time? And of course, Sasha says, you come in and we'll feed you and we'll give <laughs> you this and we'll give you this. So we went in on day five, three days in a row. And we were like, we'll just get drinks. We won't bother them. And then they bring us over bread. And then they bring <laughs> us over calamari. And the antipasta. And antipasta. <laughs> so we're like, we might have to do this every day. But we stopped at day five because we didn't want to overstay our welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. That's awesome. I think one really cool thing to uh, answer your question, Sam, about like experiencing all the adult things that we can't do because if we had our two-year-old son aren't possible, we mm -hmm. took advantage of all of them. Yeah. And we did every single at 10 o'clock was almost the highlight of our cruise every night because <laughs> Tisa in the in Fathoms put on. A oh, Tisa. We haven't seen Tisa since the restart. Oh, we she, had Tisa on so like multiple cruises on. I'm trying to remember what ship. I think it was actually on the dream like pre pandemic. And yeah, we haven't seen her. So she's back. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So for people who don't know cruising, Tisa is a part of the cruise staff, the entertainment staff. They put on all the fun for the adults uh, and the kids, but they're really in charge of the adults who are just big kids. Yeah. And so Tisa is like the head honcho of crew staff. Like she, one thing we found out after going so many nights every night with Tisa is she like writes the, writes the shows. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. She, she puts yeah. together the shows. And so night one, she it was just laughing and laughing and laughing. She just puts on a show and it's effortless and you can tell she genuinely loves it. Yeah. And actually Tisa was on my cruise nine and a half years ago. 
Oh my goodness. So we did another adult thing that we never would have done was the art of the theme show tour. Oh, nice. love that. Yeah. So that was, um, what we do that? They, day two, I think day right two. away. Yeah. So we got a full and, and Tisa was the tour guide. Oh, she was the tour guide. Yeah. Oh, nice. So we were able to uh, chat with her and I was like, Tisa, I don't know if you remember me. October magic 29. She goes, I, m- I remember exactly who you are. <laughs> so it was really cool. <laughs> She's like, Hey cap. <laughs> it was amazing. Like I didn't think she actually would yeah. have remembered me, but we really took advantage of all of the adult fathom events. After the show, after dinner, mm-hmm. went back to the room, changed, and then got in our comfies and went to Fathoms and just had a blast. Oh, I love that. Did you guys do go to match your mate? I feel like that's, you know, that's obviously a classic. Okay, you're nodding your heads. Yes. They're have nodding you like ever... they may have been on. I know. I was going to ask, like, have you guys ever been on match your mate? We never have. We're in that window now. We've been married. We're on our seventh year of being married. Yeah. So they always do the newly newlyweds, newly yeah. the oldest, and then somewhere in between. So I don't feel like we've been married long enough to be the in-between people yet. Right. So. <laughs> you're in like the Mad Max stage because like there's always someone on the cruise who's literally just gotten married, perhaps yep. even on board or just been engaged. And then there's always someone who's been married for like 40 or 50 years. And so those spots are staked out. But then there's the vast yeah. middle ground that they're like, oh, let's do a dance off or something. And that's yeah. that's where I draw the line. Oh, yeah. no. It was, yeah. The, the first couple was 50 days they've been married. The, the, oh, wow. the third couple, they've been married for 52 years. Wow. And the middle couple, I'm just not willing to go that crazy. Yeah, they yeah. Were, right. Because there's so many. Like we're in that middle couple range like we've been we've been together for like 20 years but we've been married for 15 of those years and so yeah i mean we're still in that middle range and one we don't always get to i one of us will sometimes get to it me um (laughs) without the other because you know i'm cool with disney movies in the room so i let sam go yeah yeah brian will yeah go back to the room put nathan to bed and watch disney movies and i will stay up and go do like 80s or 90s music trivia and then pop and then you know match your mate or whatever but we don't get we don't get up to it every time to be fair As we start to wind things down here, I just wanted to sort of ask a general question, which is, you know, favorite highlight from the cruise, the thing that you remember the most? Maybe let me ask that to uh, Jillian first. I'm going to say just the way we were able to cruise. We had never done a cruise, just the two of us. Honestly, we only vacationed once, just the two of us. Love my family. We're super close and we all love Disney, but it was so nice to have, especially the cruise experience, just the two of us. We almost every day would go into the spa locker room and take a nice long hot shower, sometimes even a little nap. That never happens anymore. (laughs) And yeah, like we talked about before, just taking advantage of all the things that just the two of us wanted to do rather than the group. That was a big highlight for me. I think mine was on the cruise where at the time we were 16 weeks pregnant. And for some reason, like every character we met, because we met a lot of characters too, Mm because we got to do that. So Every cool, I, I think I met Captain America three times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jillian being pregnant was one of them. And so every character we met, it, it got down to like, she's pregnant. What are you going to name the baby? Oh, we oh. like this. And so we liked two names, Josie and Lily. And oh. it became a thing where 
all the characters kind of started to know about it. And so they would put their two cents in like, oh, like Captain Jack Sparrow is like, I like Lily. It sounds like the sea or something like that. You know? <laughs> he was Team Lily. Yeah. yeah. So every character, like Goofy was like, I like this one. You know, that made it so special because they put that little like Disney touch on it. Yeah. And made it really special it. for us because it was mm-hmm. like, we, we, you know, which team are you? And we got like Sasha and Paolo. It's <laughs> like, oh, we need Jillian to relax for Lily. Or, you know? <laughs> I love that. Okay, so Brian skipped over a really important topic that I want to ask you guys because you both are theater people and worked in entertainment and Disney. And I want to know what you what you think of or thought of the shows on the Disney Magic. You've got several shows on the Magic. We've got um, Tangled, Twice Charmed, and is it Disney Dreams? Yes, yeah. So those are the three main stage shows and obviously variety acts, but I don't really count those because they're not Disney performers. The Mother Gothel slash Lady Tremaine in Twice Charmed, Mother Gothel in Tangled was, and I'm not putting this lightly, the best live performer I think I've ever seen. She blew us away. I just remember like hitting Jillian during the show, like, (laughs) oh my goodness, like, can you believe this? Because it was that good. So she blew us away. Um, I love Twice Charmed and the Cinderella was so, so impressive. So I've seen Disney Dreams probably 12 of the 14 times. <laughs> I still go because I'm a theater person and I love it. And honestly, the whole time I just want to be in it. But <laughs> of course, yeah, the whole time I'm like, I could do that part. I could do that part. Right. But all that to say, we this was probably the time that we enjoyed Disney Dreams the most. It was they executed it very, very well. Um, I love that they added the Frozen into it. Yes. So it's a little Such bit a different now. Yep. Tangled, we've seen it a couple times now. I think it's so hard when you have one stellar cast member. Mother Gothel was just yeah. so good that it was hard, I think, for everyone to live up to that. But overall... This is Sam's favorite show, by the way. It's my yeah. second favorite show. <laughs> oh, second favorite show. Okay. Um, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast. Beauty and the Beast is number one. But the best person in it is Mother Gothel. No question. But I will say that for those who don't know this, I know you guys probably do know this, but for those who don't know this, Mother Gothel and Lady Tremaine are played by a Broadway visiting artist. So that means somebody who has performed on Broadway or in a national tour. So Mother Gothel is a character, you know, the person playing it is, yeah, you have to bow down. That is somebody who has who has done a national tour or Broadway uh, shows, and they are just a cut above the majority of the, the cast. So... Yeah. But I feel like it's trying to pick your favorite kid as theater people. We yes. genuinely loved every single performance. They didn't. That cast was very, very good. Well, I think we have reached that point in our show where I need to hand you over to Sam for some arbitrary rules, some arbitrary questions and a dash of judgment or the segment we call rapid fire. So Sam, why don't you take it away? Yes. OK, I know you guys listen to the show, so I know you you know exactly what's coming. I'm going to ask you a few of your Disney favorites, and then I'm going to ask you Disney Cruise Line favorites. So we're going to start with your favorite Disney or Pixar character. Jillian, I'm going to start with you. Who's your favorite character? I always have to go with Chip and Dale for many, many reasons. We got to spend a lot of time together, but I also just love those two little crazy brothers. Oh, I love that you spent time with Chip and Dale. That's <laughs> awesome. All right. What about you, Robbie? Captain America. <laughs> I love Do it. it. Awesome. Have to. Okay. Favorite Disney or Pixar movie? Robbie, we're going to start with you this time. 
Ratatouille. Oh, oh yes. Anyone can, we, cook. Anyone can cook. Anyone can cook. Actually, I think I'm wearing my shirt. Yes, he, Are you wearing? Oh, you're yeah. wearing the ratatouille. Ryan has that exact shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I All can right, say Jillian. you were a ratatouille fan since day one. Since 2007. Oh, I love, it. Yeah. I love that movie. Uh, love my it. favorite by far is the original Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah. All right. Favorite Disney song. We love when will we when will I see you again from Wreck It Ralph? Yes. Not only was it the Paint the Night song, but it's also Rory's fa- all time favorite movie, and so we hear it a lot. And it's it's oh. just stuff you can't not love that song. It's so good. I mean, is there really any princess better than Vanellope? Come on. <laughs> all right, Robbie, what's your favorite song? It could be the same. It's okay. No, yeah, no. I'm digging. Same. I'm digging deep here. I don't think a lot of people know this one. It's going to be uh, Down to Earth. From Wally, it's, oh. the, it's the credit song in Wally. Yes. Listen to it; it is so good, and just I could listen to it on repeat. And it, it does help that that's Roy's yeah. favorite movie right now. Oh. So we hear it. That's a fabulous We're song. Down to the ground. It's yeah, so it's such a good song. Your kid has amazing taste. Congratulations, you guys! <laughs> like that is seriously. I mean, he is, loves Ragged Ralph. He loves Wally. I mean, these are you know these are some of our favorites. Ratatouille, of course, is like number one. So now we're going to move to the, the cruise line. Favorite bar space on any of the ships? Robbie, we'll start with you. Because of this cruise and and, and I, I have to say the Palo Bar. Yeah. Uh, it's like a hidden gem that I don't think people know that they can utilize. I, I had a glass of Chianti every night we went and it was so wonderful. And I love the ambiance, but yeah. not having to book a reservation and just go. So my answer is the Palo Bar. If you haven't done it, I would highly suggest it. Yeah, that's a that is a great suggestion. I honestly think that a lot of people don't know that that's available. They just assume that if you're not eating there, you can't go there. And that's just not true. They have a bunch of open seats at that bar. Yeah. All right, Jillian, your favorite of our space, any ship. Yeah, this ship had keys, which was great, but I by far love the Cadillac Lounge. I think it's got such a fun vibe with, you know, the tires as your table and it's just kind of more of a speakeasy vibe is how I feel about it. So I love the Cadillac Lounge. Okay, your favorite activity on board a Disney Cruise Line ship, Jillian? Uh, I'm going to say Santa Spa. I always say I'm not going to do it. And then I always do it. And (laughs) if my dad were here, he genuinely doesn't spend much money throughout the year. And he probably goes to Senses once a day every time because he just, it's worth it. We love Senses. Yeah. All right. What about you, Robbie? Favorite activity? I'm going to have to be the weirdo and say sunrise yoga on deck 10. <laughs> you are a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Every morning I would sleep, he would go. They, they never do it back to back. It's always a sunrise stretch and then a yoga. Oh, okay. But for those yoga people out there that are like, I'm that person too. <laughs> Air high five to you because there's only about six of us every time, but we yeah. hold strong. Hey, that's uh, that's better than the boot camp that Sam and I we signed up for one. one time, where it's like six people to start, and then on the second day or the second time they did it, it was just the two of us with the trainer. I was like, this, this, us, this yeah. is not fair. This is, yeah. yeah, it was like a personal training class kind of a thing, but mostly like body weight stuff. But yeah, it was not yoga. Um, yoga might be better, although I'm not a yoga person, but I feel like that. That might be better. Maybe I have to try sunrise yoga. It's sometime. great. 
favorite rotational dining? This is a big, this is a big, important question, Jillian. We'll start with you. So I, one of my things that's such a bummer is that I've been dairy-free pretty much my whole life. So I can't really go based on the menu because I usually can't have anything that's on the menu. But my favorite, just nostalgia-wise and memories, I love the classic animator's palette. So the black and white animator's palette. That's what I'm used to. This one, they still had it, even though they updated the screens to be the moving animation drawings. So yeah, I love it. Animator's palette. Awesome. Robbie, what about you? And I was going to steal that one, but I think what I enjoyed even, not even more, but just the same was the second night at Rapunzel's. Oh, yeah. So not the I Have a Dream with Hook Hand. It's with Mm -hmm. the, when they had the flutist and the guitarist and whatever the the other trio was that we had, Mm -hmm. just walking around playing, the lanterns. I could have sat there for hours. I thought that was such a cool touch and that it wasn't always in your face. I have a dream. You know? <laughs> it, was, totally. it was nice to just like enjoy my meal. We were talking to Devin and Christian and and they were just walking around playing this beautiful light flute music. And I was like, this is cruising. So uh-huh. I would say the second night at at Rapunzel's. Love it. I love the lanterns. I love when they do the whole lantern lighting thing oh, too. It's so just cool. so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That brings us to shows. Ravi, I'm going to start with you. Uh, Favorite show on board any DCL ship? And again, it doesn't even have to be a show that's still running. It could be a show that maybe was on board when you were a cast member. This may not be the most popular answer, but I would say Twice Charmed. And simply because of the song Chasing a Dream. I think that is the coolest melody. And when Prince Charming runs through the audience and stops there and just (laughs) sings for his life, I'm all on board for that. So (laughs) I think Twice Charmed for sure. All right, Jillian, same question. Favorite show? I'm going to go with one that is just an awesome memory for me. I love Golden Mickey so much. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know it's old I'm going to laugh and judge you. I know it's dated, <laughs> but little 10-year-old me just dreaming of being a performer and seeing Ensign Benson come out and sing at the end, I would just cry and be like, Dad, I want to do that someday. <laughs> I love Aww. it. That is cute, though. It, it has a lot of good nostalgia and it is it is a fun show. And now that, you know, now that Bob Iger is the head of the company again, it's perfect, right? <laughs> It's going to come back. It came back. Full circle, full circle there. Aqua Dunk versus Aqua Duck. We have the same answer. Absolutely. Aqua Dunk. Sorry. You do it on three. Okay. One, two, three. Aqua Aqua Dunk. dunk. (laughs) All right. Your team, Brian, I guess. I I think we're going to end this recording right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just keep bringing it back to my contract. That's when they, that's when they introduced the Aqua Dunk. Yeah. And there was a 12 year old girl that did it 612 times, I think, in a cruise. And oh my she got, goodness. And she got to meet Donald Duck on the stage and they gave her an award. Because um, she literally <laughs> did it. Poor parents. She yeah. just did it 24 7. And she got to meet Donald. It was so cool. Oh, that's but that was fun. when they introduced it and it was a, a, a rave. People loved it. Yeah. If you are that six year old girl and you're out there listening to this show right now, <laughs> please reach out to us, dclduo.gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask if you could, both of you were in, you know, entertainment at Disney parks. Robbie, you were entertainment in Disney Cruise Line. If you could be on the cruise line and be in entertainment staff, what role would each of you pick? Robbie, let's start with you. 
what I think I would do the best at if I could just be the sail away guy. <laughs> I love it. I think I would love that the most. Like if yeah. I could just just do you're on vacation. <laughs> and that's all I did. I think I would sign up for that. I, I just. Yeah, you could get the crowd going. Yeah, get just, the crowd just get yeah. everyone going ready for the cruise. Just bringing that kind of like just that the, the energy. Fun energy. That it, yeah, the energy that it needed. That's the first thing first thing that came to mind. There are other parts of crew staff that I've seen personally. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. But um, <laughs> if I could just be that hype, you're on vacation guy, that would be it. I'm very awesome. curious to see what Jillian's going to say. Yeah, Jillian, same question. Mine's, uh, mine's more logical because he knows even now I am pregnant with our second child and I'm like, maybe I could go on a cruise line contract. <laughs> um, no, I always dreamed of being main stage, which is like separate from characters. So we got lots of experience doing characters, which was such a blast. But I I myself was always too small and too short to be friends with any princesses. Mm -hmm. So not that Disney Dreams is my favorite show, but I always felt like I was always cast as the young role. So I always would watch Anne-Marie and be like, I know I could do that part, but I just (laughs) never had the opportunity. So every time I watch it, I just, you know. I yeah, imagine. I could do you. It I could totally see you as Anne Marie. I mean, maybe not pregnant, but yeah. you know. <laughs> okay, now for favorite ship, you guys. I know this is really hard. Jillian. Mine is hands down the wonder, maybe because I've been on it by far the most. Yeah. But I think a lot of people say that. And what they say is true. The energy from the cast members, the size, just the classic feel to it. I love everything about it. Robbie, what about you? As nostalgic as the magic is for me and all the memories I have on it, she (laughs) needs more than a facelift. So uh, (laughs) I think I would have to say the wonder as well. I think the design, the itineraries... I love Cadillac Lounge. Uh, I just, I, I think Alaska is just, we went on one Alaska trip together. Still the most memorable cruise besides yeah. this one for obvious reasons. But yeah, I think we're both Team Wonder. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Now the last question is the same question I ask everybody who comes on our show when I do our classic rapid fire, which is bucket list cruise. You could go anywhere in the world on a Disney Cruise Line ship. It doesn't even have to be someplace that Disney Cruise Line currently sails. Where are you going, Jillian? I wrote down Greece. So I've been able to hit Europe a little bit, but that's an area I haven't been to and I really want to. And I love Disney Cruise Line, so why not do both? Yeah, exactly. Robbie? You know what? I don't know enough about it. I know they're going to Australia. I think they're touching New Zealand. Is that right, Brian? They are going to New Zealand. Yeah. So uh, that's got to be... I was going to say Hawaii, but I've been to Hawaii enough. I think it's... I would want to touch more of New Zealand than Australia. Yeah. So I'm going to go... If if, I'm sure they're going to do more Australia and touch New Zealand. I wish it was backwards and do more New Zealand than Australia. Well, Robbie, Jillian, thanks for playing along in rapid fire. Uh, you won in my book and Sam's book doesn't matter because I get to edit the show. So uh, you won in my book. Uh, but we always love to leave our guests by asking what's next. What's next for you all besides... Besides baby A new addition two. to your family in the near future. Josie which, or Lily, yeah. right? That's what's yeah. really next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, but fortunately, I feel like being in Texas now, we can do a little bit more last minute stuff to Florida. We are Disneyland purists. We love going there and just being home. Yes. But Florida is probably going to be the next option just in terms of what's available with DVC. 
but we have no nothing on the books because he's graduating from nursing school and then we'll probably have to do nursing, which right. means we probably won't be able to take a vacation right away Right. with the newborn and everything. So we're hoping early 2024, we could do a Florida trip. Awesome. Well, that sounds great, you guys. Thanks so much for coming. It was so much fun talking to you. I can't wait to hear, though, when you're on your next cruise because I want to hear how Rory likes the cruise line and and obviously baby number two, but baby number two may still be, you know, in the non-speaking age the next time you cruise. So we'll, we'll have to see. But yeah, I feel like seeing the cruise through the child's eyes is going to be a really fun experience for you guys. Now I have one more question. There's no wrong answer here. Are you team Lily or team Josie? <laughs> no wrong answer. We just, oh. we asked everyone on the cruise from Goofy to uh, the cruise staff to everybody. And so it was just, this became like a, a normal thing to like, all right, so what? which one do you like more, team? And I would just love to know you guys. Is, uh... All right, wait, wait, hold on. Let me, I'm going to take my headphones off. I'm going to okay. let Sam answer so I'm not uh. influenced. <laughs> oh, I like she it. can give me a thumbs up and I'll come back and give, give my answer. I love it. Okay. I'm going to say I'm, I'm team Lily. Okay. And it's whenever I think of Josie, I think of Josie and the Pussycats. That's really the only reason. Oh, like true. I love, I actually yeah. love both. I I love both names. I think both names are great. But yeah, Josie just gives me Josie and the Pussycats vibes. Yeah, and so. Lily we really like because of the actress who plays Cinderella. Um, yes, and she's just incredible. Yes, okay. we also I have um, friends who have a daughter named Liliana, and I think that's a beautiful name. Oh, okay, you can veto that, but it's a beautiful oh, name yeah. with a nickname. You can do as obviously if you yes. like longer Very names. True. And then with nicknames, but yes. I, I feel you. All right, are we ready? Yes. yes. Ready. All right. I am hashtag Team Lily. Yay! <laughs> we have a match. We have a match. It's like we won match your mate, Brian. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, awesome. maybe we should say for all you listeners out there, if you want to vote on this, maybe we'll put a poll up in our Facebook page and you can give them some feedback. Uh, but. For now, Robbie and Jillian, just so appreciate you coming on and sharing your cruise with us. We can't wait to come back on and tell us about, you know, like like you said, Sam, the cruise through Rory's eyes. We are so excited for that. So we'd love to come back and share our stories. Thank you guys so much. Well, a big thank you to all of you out there for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it. We do have another five-star review to read on the air this week from Apple Podcasts. This one comes from Tech Michael, who writes, Excellent real-world commentary and advice. Sam and Brian do an exceptional job conveying the latest from DCL. They have actually been on many DCL cruises on different ships and different itineraries to bring firsthand information to their listeners. Taking it a step further, they bring in guest hosts to bring even more depth and topics of interest. Well, thank you, Tech Michael. We really do appreciate that review, and we love having guests on to help share their experiences in addition to our own. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really, really appreciate that review. With that, just thanks once again for listening. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. We'd also love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you hit those five stars, that's great. If you leave us a written review along with a five-star review, we will be sure to read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we really want you to reach out to us so we can take your feedback. Best way to do that, head to dclduo.com to find all the ways to connect with us. It links to our podcast, our 
our vlog, our blog, has all the ways you can connect with us on social media, has our Etsy store where you can find our fun beach bags and magnets that we designed as enthusiasts of each of the Disney Cruise Line ships, has a link off to our Patreon if you'd like to help support the show. We really, truly appreciate each and every one of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month, has a link off to our show sponsor, My Path Unwinding, where you can get more information about booking a fabulous vacation, which also really helps to support our show. All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with a DCL Duo. Good night. Good night.